but you know your stomach. Bad lunch, like lunch before gym. And oh my god! All you're those Oreos so heavy. Are Oreos for lunch? You had Oreos for lunch? No, but like kids do. Damn! What was your favorite thing to bring in your lunch as a kid? Oh my god, <gasps> ramen noodles in my thermos because the ramen would soak up all the liquids. It was just like wet noodles. In they kind of swell too, don't they? they? Yeah, they get really soft. Oh and man, yummy. that was yummy. I wow. used to love a bologna and cheese sandwich. I don't know if I had a lot of sandwiches. Maybe I did. I Have you ever? You've had bologna though, right? Yeah, I love bologna. Yeah. Oh sweet. Talks. I'm Emma Tuss. And I am Brandon Tuss. That was such a nice introduction you was just it really? did. It was very, yes, you were, you were oh. almost singing. Oh. I think it's because, you know, you're just light on your feet and you just had an amazing weekend and it was a, yeah, it was I a mean, holiday we weekend. Hope your weekend was amazing as well. It yes, we do. It was 4th of July. Happy Monday. Yeah, happy Monday. Oof, who's tired? Oh my God, yeah, <laughs> right? I'm telling you what, after any time there's a holiday weekend... You wanted to go on forever, but you realize that when you get to the end of it, you're so wiped out, you could sleep for days. And I feel like Saturday, like, I feel like recovery day being Sunday isn't enough. I need more. We should, instead of giving people Friday off in observance, they should have given us Monday. They should have given us today off because then we wouldn't have had to worry about the exhaustion we are currently facing. Right. But I digress. Yeah. Um, I think you have tea. You've said. I do. Should we? I, I am going to spill some tea. Go for it. Okay, so here's my tea. So I told you off air that I have a new man crush Mm -hmm. and it came out of nowhere and you're going to be shocked. And I purposely didn't tell you in advance because I didn't want you to know what I'm about to say. And you're probably going to say all along because you actually are the person who is telling me about this individual for quite a while. And it was kind of fringe. I kind of didn't get it. I'm a little too old, you know, mid forties, didn't really relate to this young man. I know it is. Who? Pete Davidson. It is totally Pete Davidson. And let me tell you what it was for me. So mom and I, we watched the theatrical release, in-home theatrical release of The King of Staten Island last week. And I was told to watch it. And I watched it and I thought it was a good movie. I thought it was, it was, it was a good movie. I don't know how it would have played in the theaters because it was a little long, but as a home release, I thought it was great. And then... This is, this is what I know about me. After the initial release of something, I usually am quick to judge it. It's either a yes or a no. There's no gray. It's either I like it or I don't. But then after a day or two, I start to reflect back on it and I think about it. And then I say to myself, oh, you know what? That was actually really good. The same thing happened with The King of Staten Island. Because it's 75% a work of his life. Like 75% of that movie is the story of his life. You know, as a kid growing up in Staten Island, uh, in the in the movie, the person, the the young man who's played by Pete Davidson, his dad dies in a fire, which is basically how Pete Davidson lost his dad in the World Trade Center during 9-11. So, but I have gone down a Pete, Rabbit's, Pete Davidson rabbit hole around 
all of his comedy dating way back to even like the early 2010s, 2012, like even before he was in, you know, Saturday Night Live cast. So it was really interesting to me to see this guy and he's really got a compelling story. And what I love about him the most is that he's very upfront and honest about his mental health. And I think we need more people like that who are, because comedians are tragically one of those subsets of humans that they deal with a lot of depression, a lot of anxiety. And the people that can make their mess their message, kind of like what Pete Davidson's done, like Amy Schumer did before him, and so many other people did before him. I have just fallen in love with his deadpan style and I think before I didn't get it because he was so young, so much younger than me, like he's in his mid to late 20s now. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm never going to get this guy. But as I watched that movie and I have subsequently gone back to YouTube and watched an entire like rabbit hole of content, I'm hooked. I, I love it. He's so funny. He's so deadpan and he's got such a great delivery and he seems to be, he seems to be pretty humble. Yeah, I like him a lot. Yeah. I've been saying I've been saying him for a long time. You have been. I remember like two years ago I was like, damn, I think he's like, there's something like really special about this person. Like, I don't know. I like I th- I don't know why. Well, I know why I find him so attractive, but I think it's also like how he doesn't really care about like what he de- what he says or Do you know what's attractive about Pete Davidson? Mm. His confidence. Yeah. Like he is really confident. And he looks like the kind of guy that would get made fun of in middle school. You know what I mean? But then get really hot in high school and you're yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah. But I don't think he ever achieved real hotness. Like, you don't but there's it something you're, you're about not, it. You're not a girl, though. That's why you don't get it. Okay. Because girls my age, they we want our guys to look basically dead. Oh, like we, they want the sunken we, eyes and we, the dark circles? Yeah. We really? Li- we like the lanky, like tall, gangly, kind of sort of like sickly almost. You're, why are you biting your lip right now? That's not. <laughs> really? Okay, this is something new. I get it. Yeah, I guess I, I guess I would never really think that we're looking for the the Walking Dead version of, of well, it's, boys. It's just like, but and yeah, the thing about Pete Davidson too is he kind of is like in some in some scenes he looks like oh my god he's amazing. In other scenes he looks like he's on meth and half dead. Like it's just it's a really interesting dichotomy. But all that to say, my tea is that I really am enjoying this experience watching Pete Davidson as he grew. Like going that's the cool part about YouTube that we really didn't talk about on the episode we did last week is that you can go back and see the the rise of these people over time and you can see their early work and now you can see their current work. And I just love that movies like that can now get made. And I love the fact that we got to go to the theater in our own house with a release like the King of Staten Island. So I would recommend anybody to go out and watch it. There's some lewd uh, language and some substance matter that may be difficult for you, Mary Pat, but uh, Mm -hmm. there is some really good lessons in there. And it's a comedy. It's a little bit of a tragedy. It's a drama. It's got all those good kind of stories all woven into one. So check out The King of Staten Island with Pete Davidson, my new man, my comedic man crush. Mm -hmm. And that that was our tea. Yes, it was. That was our tea. All righty. So... The, we had a we had a little party yesterday. It's not yesterday, sorry. On Saturday, yeah, Independence had, Day. Yeah, we had a little party, um, and we it was like a pool type of deal. So everyone was out tanning and everything, and and I I always get really sad on Fourth of July because it's like it's like ha- it's like it it basically signifies summer is kind of coming to an end here. It's like soon. the halfway point for you, right? right? Yeah, and it's but it's it's different this year because I've been in summer basically since like March. It feels, it feels like so it's kind of like weird, but but um. So it's a I little bittersweet for you. 
Right. I always get I was kind of sad about it, and I really, I always feel like I'm missing something, and I get so disappointed. Like every Fourth of July night, I'll like lay in bed and I'll hear the fireworks, and I'm like, I'm missing something big. Like I'm, I'm like in bed and I should be out. But anyway, we, we had we we planned to have a fireworks show, at. At the person's house. David's we were, house, yeah. yeah we went over to thing. David's, had a nice little pool party. Right. Had a bunch of f- friends around, and we were just having a ball. And, and we, then we planned to have a firework part, like fireworks after, and we we set like one off in the backyard, and it was like kind of close to some trees. So we were like, let's not do that. So we went out to the front yard, and we tried, but as we walked over, we saw some people on their porch probably ready to call some freaking cops on us, and it was like... We had this problem last year because we got yelled at last year for having fireworks. and So basically, we walked out there, and then we walked right back because we couldn't do, which I was very sad about. But it kind of made me think about, like, fireworks and, like, our personal stories with fireworks because there's been a lot. And people get hurt a lot by fireworks. There's a lot of fun caused by fireworks, stuff like that. And I'm sure you... I know you have a lot of really fun fireworks stories. <laughs> I, I do. Have, I, I do. I have a couple, like... I have fireworks and I have sprink... Uh, what do they call Not sprinklers. Uh, sparklers. Oh, sparklers. Those, Those things are, are fun. Those dangerous. smoke bombs. There's like... And it all kind of smells like something like childhood, It smells like summertime, actually. When yeah. you light up a brick of firecrackers like we did yesterday over at the pool party, like a thousand brick at one time. It's so yeah. loud for like an entire minute. But then the smell of all the sulfur and the burning, like, oh, yeah. it's just, it reminds me of my summers too. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, Whoa, hello. <laughs> Sleepy time. Maybe I should put a firecracker underneath you right no, now. But, um, but I, should I go first? My yeah, first totally. Story? Why don't you go ahead and share well, one of your stories? So I'm going to start off slow because I didn't, I haven't done anything like, like too dangerous with fireworks because I have a mom and she wouldn't let me. But um, I think I was I was at like somebody's like for the July party. Yeah, was it was actually little. I remember it was in uh, yeah. Janesville. It was one of my colleagues at Adams Elementary. She invited us over for a Fourth of July party. You were little. I was really little, and I went. So I was I was playing with sparkler, and. I went to put it in the water to like drench it or whatever. To put and it I, out. I, I think I I grabbed the wrong end and I burnt my hand and that Ooh. was not a good experience. Like that, like I was burnt a lot as a kid. I had a lot, I've had a lot of burn stories. You had a lot of burns and falls and scrapes. Yeah. You had all sorts of stories. But here's the thing about burning: whenever something on your skin gets burned, it hurts at first a little bit. But it continues yeah. to get worse. And then it gets all white and yes. bloated. Yes, and it and hurts. And, yeah. Oh, your little fingers. Yeah, that was not great. But it was still a fun day. I'm sure I had a really cute outfit on, so that's what matters. Oh, man. You know, speaking of sparklers, I got a story for you. I don't know if I ever oh. told you this one. So the cool thing about a box a box of sparklers in the hand of a teenager is pretty mundane. It's like, okay, let's light this and let's you know, put it around. I mean, uh, you know, you graduate from, okay, we're going to make fun circles. Okay. Now we're going to try and throw it up in the air and catch the right side. And then, okay, well that was fun. Let's try and throw it at our friends and see if we can start their clothes on fire. Like these are the graduating things that happen. And then you find out that if you can take an entire box of sparklers and some electrician's tape, you can wrap them together really tight and have one of them sticking out and you make what's called a sparkler bomb. And these things, Emma, I am telling you what, they are so flipping loud, it sounds like TNT. So we were 
walking around the drag up in Anaconda by the bus barns, which was this kind of old abandoned like building. Well, it wasn't abandoned because they used to store the buses there. That's where they stored all the yellow buses for the school district. And all the high school kids would hang out there. Sometimes like 40, 50, 60 kids out there just hanging around on the main drag where you know Commercial Street and Park Street all come together. So we were sitting out there one day and we got the idea that we were going to make a sparkler bomb. And my friend Mark tied a really super tight one. And instead of just setting it on the ground, we decided we were going to put it on a sign that was by the bus barns, like by the Anaconda Chamber of Commerce, that basically said, welcome to our town. And we, we taped it to the sign and we lit it. And that sucker blew a hole in the sign that I swear to God was three oh, feet around. No. It totally blew a hole in the sign. Oh my God. Now, I, that's what I remember. Now, I can't tell, you know, as you get older, you start to fabricate stories to make it sound cool. But I do remember that was something I will never forget. We took off running and I don't think, I think we went straight home after that. Because it was so loud, it was so aggressive. And I know for a fact that that sign got damaged in that work. Well, that's like illegal. You just freaking It is. It's it's property. destruction of property and you just took something as like like cute and benign as a sparkler and made it into a destructive piece of nature. Yeah, that's not that's scary. A lot of my stories I'm I'm just apologizing to my mom right now. A lot of my stories are are of destruction. Yeah. It's amazing that I didn't actually blow my hand off, which I was close to one time when we were using there was two kinds of firecrackers when I was a kid. There was like black cats and then there were these things called thunder bombs. Like black cats were like the elementary school of firecrackers. You could light them, you could hold them. They weren't a particularly fast wick when it got down you could throw it in the air and the key was to throw it before it hit the ground you wanted it to blow up right mm -hmm. because anybody can throw it light it throw it it hits the ground boom but the daring ones you would hold it until it was about ready to blow then you would drop it and before it hit the ground you wanted it to blow well when thunder bombs first came out i never realized how f how inconsistent the wicks were so I would, we would test it first and you'd try to get a sense of how quick these wicks were going to blow. But you get to a point where you just get bored as a kid and you're like, okay, I don't have time for this. We just got to get these things going. So we were like throwing thunder bombs, lighting them and throwing them, lighting them and throwing them. And I happened to get one that had a, a frayed sort of uh, wick on it. It wasn't a tight wick. It was more mm -hmm. of a, just a piece of paper hanging out of it. So I'm like, okay, this is going to be a really fast one. So I lit it and I pulled it back behind my ear to throw it. And before it left my hand, it blew up in my ear and my hand and my hand. I had a blister about two inches long, jet black on my thumb, and I couldn't hear out of my ear for like two days. That's bad. Both or just the one? Just the one on the oh, right. Okay. The other one was fine, but man, that hurts. And it was like, unlike anything I'd ever felt before in my life. So was kids listening to this, defense, yes, don't ever throw firecrackers. I'm a, I don't even like to be around firecrackers anymore just because of all the trauma that I had around it. But that one, all self -inflicted it too. is totally self-inflicted. That's why the last, you know, when this weekend when we were going to light them off, I was so grateful that we didn't get to light them off. It was sadness for you because you wanted to see, and I love looking at them, but I like looking at them from a distance when we're lighting them off. And these aren't fireworks like I had when I was a kid. These aren't like sparkle fountains or like little mini Gemini missiles. These are like full-on pyrotechnics. They're beautiful. They're huge. There's like $2,000 worth of fireworks here we were going to blow off. And it, there's, there's so many trees. 
there's million dollar houses and there's boat canvases all over the place here. And I can imagine why people get a little pissed off. Now, granted, you can say, well, gosh, it's 4th of July. We should be able to blow up whatever we want. We're Americans. You know, in theory, I get it. But at the same time, if you have ever had a fire at your house or if you were in active military, I always feel bad for active military or retired military or animals. Mm -hmm. Like 4th of July is such a rough time for them. But for me, I think all of these things are 100% self-inflicted, but it has left me sort of like traumatized to the point where I don't necessarily like to be right around them all the time. Well, like you have actual like danger stories. I have kind of like fun stories. Like this one's pretty fun. Yeah, let's let's lighten the mood and let's do a fun yeah, story. Yeah, I have a fun one. It's um it was in Montana and it was 4th of July obviously and yes. we were at uh my cousin um Aubrey and Kaylee's little like Oh, um, their cabin up at Eccleston's. Cabin. Yeah, and Eccleston's we were at the Bay? cabin and we were spending 4th of July there and um, they lit a firework off and it sent those army guys. Oh they, yeah, they, the parachutes. They, the parachute guys, they fall down and we, we go chase, chase them. them. We go chase them in the grass. We like, yes. like, where are they? Where are they? And if we found them really fast, we would get like, I don't know, like a blizzard from Dairy Queen. Something yeah. like that. But I thought that was fun. That I'd be like, oh my God, here it goes. It's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. Do you remember the parades that you guys yeah, rode in? Candy. Out there at Eccleston's? They, everybody would decorate like their golf carts and they would drive yeah. around. And, and then we would go, well, we would start off the day over at... Um, you know, the Seven Gables, and they have one of the craziest Fourth of July parades on the planet yeah. because it's like a huge water fight. Like, the people in the parade are squirting people. The people who are watching the parade are squirting mm. people. You and know, there's also candy being thrown oh, everywhere. God, yes. It's a corona nightmare. Yeah, it's a corona nightmare. Mom and I were talking a lot about how, as kids it would be a whole event to like get up in the morning, go to the parade, watch the fire trucks and the army band and all these old cars. And in Wisconsin, it was tractors. We used to take you guys to parades in Wisconsin on 4th of July. And then we'd end up having a barbecue. And then that night we would go down to like the grass by the hospital and watch them shoot the fireworks display for the city of Janesville. And it was just so much fun because as a kid, you loved those days. Cause for me, it happened in beautiful, Montana, we would go to my, you know, Uncle Frank's house and we would watch them blow off fireworks, our own fireworks. And then we would, he was right next to the place where they shot him off the hill. So it was like right there, you got the best mm -hmm. view in beauty of these things. And it just always reminded me of how amazing 4th of July was. And then you have kids and then it even gets better because you get to dress them up in red, white, and blue. Yeah. You get to paint their faces with flags. Mm -hmm. You get to do all those things that you you know, did when you were a kid and you get to relive them and to see you guys, you know, hanging, mom's got the cutest picture of you two sitting on the curb. You know, I think you're like maybe eating an ice cream cone, just watching the parade in your red, white, and blue old Navy shirts. Cause we'd mm. always get like a $5 old Navy shirt and you guys would sit there and just wait and you guys would get candy after candy after yeah. candy when they would throw them out. It was so fun. I think I just, I think I miss that a lot. Well, you're and the, the hard part is, is you're sort of grieving your childhood because you're, you're like a little woman now. I right? mean, I'm in, I'm at a weird place cause I'm not an adult. I'm right. 17. I'm not like, I can't do any like fun adult stuff really. I'm also not young enough to do like like the the excitement like young kids. Yeah, it's things. kind of it's a like, new. I'm in like a, it's a tween it's thing. Like, it's like Halloween for me. Like Halloween is super weird because I can't trick or treat. I'm too old. Right. And I can't like party party because I'm not like in college or anything. Well, I know when we got home the night of the fourth, you were so disappointed because all around us you could hear you know, fireworks and booms and pops and light was coming through the windows. And mom and I, 
we're going to bed. Like we had a yeah. long day, we were tired, and you were like, I just want to go watch some I fireworks. Know, and the- because of all because of COVID, mm-hmm. all the big fireworks displays were basically closed. Like they didn't run yeah. them this year. So you couldn't even go to drive and watch like a big display. So you had to hope that you could see some on the way home. And we did see a few driving home from the pool party, but it's different when when you're, when you're underneath it, it's really different. Yeah. And then you don't get the big grand finale. Yeah. The freaking like, like, ah! yeah, it's like, well, you'll just have to get, you know, your firework displays from maybe a Disney cruise sometime down the road or maybe next year. Next year we talked about, cause we've done this before. We've watched the fireworks from the water on our boat, which is cool. But mom gets a little skittish because people have been drinking all day. They're on their boats and then they don't have lights on their boats. It's not like a car you're driving down the road. You, you don't have a lot of light coming off the boats. And a few years ago when we were on the water watching the displays, we about got cut in half by a boat that was going way too fast and they didn't even see us and we about got hit. And that is just danger time. So we've kind of committed the last two or three years to not going on the water. But I think next year we kind of have a plan for but it. Can you imagine like lining the boat with like LED lights and then going out? True. And like, like, could so do that. They could see us. It would look really, really sparklers? cool. That'd be, it wouldn't last very long. Put a couple in the gas tank. Always, oh my God, freaking blow us up and go for a swim home. That would be crazy. I just, I just like that, um, that I could still hear my, open my window up and I tried to see something. I like make myself sad just talking about it. Do you know what I loved about your, you know, your story about, you know, you, you talked about the, the sort of the fun Mm -hmm. little things about, and what you like about it, like the parachute guys, yeah. those are super fun. I used to love smoke bombs. Oh, yeah. And I love the colors of the smoke bombs. The blue one was so The blues pretty. and the greens and the yellows and the reds. And sometimes, you know, because smoke bombs come in most every pack. Like, we used to be able to buy, like, I remember my birthday was always so cool because it was usually around the time in Anaconda when the fireworks stands would come to town. And I would have money for my birthday. So I would go and spend my money on firecrackers, smoke bombs, whatever else I could get my hands on that was really super cool. And it would be fun to take smoke bombs and tie like five of them together mm-hmm. and light them. And then you get all these like different colors. It's totally like a I rainbow. Never, I never did that before. Yeah. Oh man. They're super cool. But one of the things that I used to do with smoke bombs, we're going to transition a little yeah, bit yeah. back into naughty time as I would put, <laughs> I'd put them in people's mailboxes. I would light them and then put them in people's mailboxes and close them. And, when I say people's mailboxes, I probably mean just my mom's mailbox. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. And then it would just, it would, you would just see the smoke coming and you pull it out and just a big <gasps> plume of freaking smoke had come out. And, it, you, and it, I can smell it right now. Yeah. I can smell it. I can also smell those freaking glowing, glow, um, growing worms. The worms? Like, the, yes, you that's glow, another you thing like, we you used light to do. It and they go, Shh. See, that's the fun thing about those things too. You take like six or seven packs and throw them all in one pile and then light them and then it's like a nonstop. Yeah. That's the only like exciting part of a snake like that is just if you do like 20 of a them. A bunch, yeah. Right, you need a bunch of them. Because by itself it's like, wow. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh, Look at so that. Cool. Well, they used to have these things called tanks. Have you ever seen the tanks before? So know. imagine a little paper tank, a little cardboard tank, but it had a little firework coming out of the back of it and you would light it and it would scream and it would start shooting, but then it would, it would, scream a little bit more and it would push the wheels so the oh, tank you know would go what? a little bit and then it would shoot a little bit more it was so fascinating it was like a military like army yes. tank right? yeah a little yeah, army yeah. tank yeah so you you know you had your army tank you had your parachute guy there was definitely yeah. a military theme at yeah, work which is how with the 4th of July which sure. is important but um i like those looking back i like those 
smaller fireworks compared mm-hmm. to like the big dogs that we saw that we had out the uh, you know the other night where they go on for like three minutes and it's like shooting 200 feet in the air and exploding and, yeah, and the colors and it's all raining I down like them I like to look at them but yeah. not lighting them not not my yeah jam. I like displays a lot because you get oh oh my gosh memories about oh like, you got one yeah it's like having having like the Little towel, not towel, the blankets out on the grass and Laying like, back and down. everyone is like tan and ready and like we've all have like bellies full of hot dogs and, oh, and coke and like all kinds of drinks and stuff and then and then we're waiting for the sun to go down and like the kids are running around and moms are getting drinks and stuff and there's like. You see, you see the sun still like, okay, it's going to happen it's soon, Here it guys. comes, and you hear that first one. Y- yeah, you hear that first one. You're like, okay, now it's happening. And then and then just like everyone just gets real like excited. And I, I think I miss the energy of um, togetherness. I haven't really had that in a long well, time. Well, and of all the years, right, that you're going yeah. through this, it's no coincidence that it's during this, you know, coronavirus pandemic is that a lot of these 4th of July displays were canceled. So people were having to do their own. And because, you know, David lives on a street full of, you know, 90 year olds, nobody wants us to light fireworks. Yes, they're illegal, but why is there, why are there 7,000 other people in the other neighborhoods lighting them off? So it's like, I mean, I get it. Like I said earlier, it's kind of unfortunate that we didn't get a chance to do it. But at the same time, it would have been fun. So you could have scratched that itch because it, it is about togetherness. You know, Independence Day is a celebration and you want to be with a lot of people. And, you know, we are with we spent the day with people we've been around. So we know that there's no threat of contamination. We still attempt to practice social distancing whenever possible. But, you know, we've been around each other for many months now. So we weren't worried about that. But you know, not being able to go to the Y or not being able to go to the Trump National or any of those places yeah. to watch the fireworks, that was kind of a bummer. Yeah, we'll but have to get it, into it that. was a good day, though, for sure. I definitely got a good tan. I didn't get burnt at all. Like, I I, I had a good time. It's more just like a, like the aftermath of Fourth of July. You're kind of just like sitting around like, oh, now I have school to think about. Well, I mean, yes, I get it. It's it's sort of like the halfway point for you. You know, you will you'll be starting up school the second week in August. So really, you're I mean, I don't want to say this out loud, but you're looking at about six weeks or seven weeks or so left of of summertime. So it's halfway, but if you look at it and reframe it in such a way where it's the best half is but yet then to come. Again, why am I sad? I haven't been in school. I'm actually looking forward to school. I haven't I haven't seen these people in so long. Like I I don't know why, like, I think from a young age, kids are trained to just hate back to school. Yeah. And we, like, you shouldn't. It's like your school is kind of fun. I, right? Like, I loved I back to school. Back, it was my, yeah. because I was a country kid though, too. Like, I needed to get back to school because, A, I got a new pair of pants and I got some new shoes and I got yeah, some new clothes yeah. and I got new notebooks and those five star notebooks with the kick butt covers and all my new pencils and pens. I always looked forward to school, even when I was in college. When you stop looking forward to school, you know that it's like you're getting to the point where you're like, I just want to be done. But it's so weird because I like. You thrive in school. I do. And I, I don't have any reason not to like it. Like, I don't have gym class to stress about. I think just, about, I'm a senior think now. About, yeah, I was just going to say, this is your senior year. If Maybe ever- that's why I'm scared oh. to be a senior. I'm dreading my last year because it's my last first day of yeah. high school. But then you get your first first day of college. Yeah, I mean, every, and I get it, Ams, you know, 
you're welcome. This is all me. Because I am the kind of person that in the middle of something, whenever something happens, whether it's a holiday and it really happens around Christmas, I always get this feeling of sadness when it's over because there's so much buildup that goes into this one day and then it's over and then you're left with sadness around it. Instead of just staying present and really enjoying the time that you had and looking forward to what's to come, I'm always like looking back, feeling sad about it. And that's just no way to live. I was the one that that probably instilled that upon you. So for that, I'm sorry. But I it was society. No, I think it's me. I, I'm the same way. I get it. I feel a little bit nostalgic. I feel a little sad. But there's always another great thing that's coming up right around the corner. That's the beauty of this life is you get to choose how you look at things. And yes, it might be a little sad that we didn't get a chance to do all the things we normally would have done in a typical year. 2020 has been far from typical. But... That means that something good is coming up and it's right around the corner. Yeah, that's for yeah. sure. That's good. That's go. a good insight, actually. That was your insight? That, well, that you know, nice. I, I think, yeah, let's, my insight is just, it's, it's going to be a broken record, ladies and gentlemen. Stay present. This is a lesson to me. I'm saying this out loud, so when I play it back, and yes, I listen to my own podcast just because I love it so much. <laughs> when I play this back, I want to hear myself say, you need to stay present. There is no freaking tomorrow. There is no yesterday. There's just right now. If you can live like that and just be happy and know that good things are always coming i think that's one heck of a way to live your life i like that insight and i actually might might kind of steal a bit of that steal it because i like also have an issue about like fomo i have killer fomo Oh, like, you're not alone. oh, sorry, fear of missing out for those oh, who they, may not know. Yes, thank so you. So for grandma who had to Google for you were calling me names. No, fear of missing out. I, I get worried that I that I'm at home and I, I could be out. I don't know. Can I'm, I interrupt you? Oh, okay. How much of this is because you were on Snapchat yesterday and you were seeing all of your friends showing pictures of fireworks it's, displays. It's that, but also I can hear them having okay, fun. Okay. I could hear people on their boats and I could I could see Cocktail Cove and I like I saw everyone and I was like, oh God, that was like a really like a really fun time. And I got really like upset about it because I was I'm like I'm missing out on something. But you just can't. I can't I'm trying so hard to not live like that and worry because there's a reason that it didn't happen. There's a reason for it. And I guess it's like a it's a good thing. Do you think it's always next year? It's always time. There is. And do you think that other people might have FOMO when they see you traipsing across the country in an RV like Cousin Eddie? Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, other, and that's the hard part is, is you got to remember you too. You're not going to be able to do everything all the time because you can't be in multi places, but you can, you can, I think the one thing that's helped me in this department, because I'm the same way, I look at people and I'm like, oh man, they're so lucky. They get to do this. And then I don't realize. I need to give gratitude for what I got to do. I just got to hang out at a great pool party right on the lake, got to listen to good music from a playlist that you, Emma oh, Tuss, yeah. created. <laughs> and we had fun. We talked. We we joked around. It was just a great day. Not everybody gets a chance to do that. Some people had to work yesterday, Ams. I know. You know, some people, it's it's really one of those situations where you're like, oh. Well, I mean, I saw like kids, um, kids I know from school are like, Went to work at nine and got home at eleven thirty. Yeah, and isn't it's, that? And it's like, yeah, I'm sorry, but thank you, but I'm sorry. I know it's and true. It's like now that we're no longer kids, we're like in that middle age. We have to work now, and we're like missing things we didn't usually miss before. It's. I just hope that with when I get a a career eventually I'll be able to have days to just have like with my family and yes not have to worry about there is no I mean FOMO is real 
FOMO was a real thing and you dealt with it. And I know it was hard for you when you heard the fireworks going off and you didn't get a chance to participate like you wanted to participate, but you know, we'll, we'll get it done next year. We will. It'll be all good. And this has been Corn Talks. We hope you enjoyed as always. We love our listeners. Yes, and we are cruising into this week and we've got a very big week planned. So we're going to be on our next podcast on Friday. We're going to actually be recording that a little bit early, Ems, because Mm -hmm. we are hitting the road. Yeah, sometime this week, we are early on this week, we're going to go into the studio and record this next Friday edition because on that drop day, we are going to be destination heading west Mm -hmm. in the old rv and we're going to be doing a special show with the rv as well we're going to tease that baby we're not going to tell them what it's about or what we're going to do or what it's called but we are going to definitely do something fun we're going to bring an entirely new cast of characters and crew Mm -hmm. that are going to be sharing some fun wacky stories all along the road on our rv trip 2020 i'm so excited it's going to be great all right. All right. Well, well hey, yeah. uh, this has been Corn Talks, Emma. Thank you. Already this said that. I'm going to say it again. <laughs> it's been Corn Talks. Thank you for listening, and we will see you on Friday. Bye, Emma. Bye. Bye.